guys welcome back to another episode of sutherland girls my name is Brittany, and i'm shannon we are so so doing well i feel like the last like five or six not the not the very last episode from last week but like the last six before that we were like down and negative and we're on the up and up climbing back up that mountain so it's definitely Two weeks in a row that we are positive and happy and looking to- forward to summer. Mm-hmm. I don't think we do well with winter. Like, I think that, like... Do you like, think that's what it was? Or do you think the demons were out to get us? I think it was Mercury in retrograde, but... <laughs> uh, this is what I heard. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> okay. I'll go with um, that. I don't really believe in that, but... But you, just you know, say it. Yeah. my my generation blames everything on Mercury's in retrograde. Mm. So I was I mean, trying maybe to be funny. It's like the magnetics or whatever, the pull, whatever. I don't know. Maybe it the makes planets. people. Act. Well, you know what they say about the full moon. I mean, crazies come out. I seriously haven't ever noticed a change in myself with a full moon, but uh, I, I change. It definitely during, does affect our business. True. Yeah. Well. I <laughs> I feel a change every month too, but it has nothing to do with the moon. <laughs> Narcissist? No. Hell week? Well, that and my period, obviously. Your cycle? My menstrual cycle. Sorry, guys. It's yeah. very TMI. Yeah. yeah. Everyone has one except for men. Well, no, uh, actually men come have Come on. <laughs> sure do. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so if you haven't noticed, based on the title of this episode, we are going to talk about something that doesn't, they, these two things don't quite go together, but it makes sense. So we are going to talk about pet peeves. One of our biggest pet peeve, which Daddio will argue and Woody might argue, but our pet, one based of our, on our amount of items. Yes. <laughs> One of our biggest pet peeves is clutter. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like very we're patient, patient, patient. And then all of a sudden we're like, ah, I can't take, I this can't anymore. take it anymore. And then we like go through, go through, go trash, through, trash, go trash, through. Trash, 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 yeah. trash. Yeah. So we have like, I mean, I feel like we're very patient when it comes to clutter until we cannot take it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy always, I hear, I hear daddy always saying like, uh, oh, get out of her way. She's on a cleaning spree yes let her do it (laughs) yeah yeah so we're mostly going to talk about decluttering your house we have great ideas it's Um, spring so it's the perfect time yes spring cleaning um also after we are done talking about decluttering your house which is one of our biggest pet peeves we're going to go into other pet peeves and it's going to be entertaining. <laughs> so get ready because we know some of you that listen, that we know are regulars, li- regular listeners, that you guys have the same pet peeves because we have talked to you about some of these. Uh-huh. So we cannot wait. Okay. You start off with the decluttering because I feel like all the things that I know about decluttering I got from you. Okay. So... What I'll say is what's kind of bringing this up 
once again, I know I talked about it on our last show that I'm going through this season of life where you're helping your parents downsize. Yes. Okay. So I'm not looking forward to this with you and dad. <laughs> I'm really, really, really working on it. Yeah. I've learned um, <laughs> because I really don't want to put you guys in that position when it's mm-hmm. time for me to have to, you know, as you get older, and a lot of my friends will say this, as you get older, you see that the stuff is just not worth it anymore. It's just yeah. like you spend your whole early life working collecting. hard, you know, collecting things. Oh, I've yeah. always wanted this, or I, you know, I collect these, or I love this. You get married, you get China, and you, you know, oh, gosh. and you save things through the years. And then at the end of life, it's either in an estate sale that strangers are coming through, picking through it, yeah, or it's in the trash. Yeah. And so what is the point? And, yeah. and when I went through this with my dad, and then, uh, you know, I helped my sister-in-law with, with her parent stuff, is that I think you're sitting there in all this stuff, packing it up or selling it or throwing it away. And you're thinking like, what's the point? Really, what is the point? To gather all this stuff mm-hmm. and leave it in a house and then have it thrown away someday. Yeah. Because when you leave. You can't take anything with you. You leave with nothing. So what is the point of having all this stuff? Yeah. Okay. And you really, okay. I know there's like a lot of selfish reasons behind like saving things for your kids, but you got, you need to have that conversation with your kids about, do you actually want this before it's too late? Yeah. Because why am I going to hold on to it all this time if you don't want it? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like, me personally, I have dolls from when I was a little girl. I had mm-hmm. collected dolls and I got them every single Christmas and they went into a doll cabinet. And I always thought like, oh, someday my daughter will want these. And when you were very young, we in our apartment, that cabinet was still there and it yeah. was full of the dolls and it was fine. But then, you know, when you move into a house with boys, they don't want a doll cabinet in their dining yeah. room. You know? <laughs> So they got boxed up and put away and then come to find out they're like worth less than what they were paid for at yeah, the time. I feel so what's like the point? At the end of the nineties everyone was like, This is gonna be worth something. Well and now it, it, especially worth. when we grew up, you yeah. know, um when our parents saved everything. I know. Because it was gonna be worth <laughs> something someday. But it, even the box to it, you know, whatever. Okay, so decluttering, spring cleaning, whatever you want to call it. I learned this first tip um it was like a lent thing Mm -hmm. if you're catholic you know for lent you give up something for 40 days between ash wednesday and um easter Mm -hmm. and so a lot of people like give up alcohol or food or whatever their thing is and someone came up with like a positive thing so you do 40 bags in 40 days oh wow isn't that cool i mean you could do it any time of year but it was just during that time of the year that i saw the post and i shared it and i did it two years in a row and at first, wow, 40 bags. Oh my so gosh. you think about it, people like when I posted it, they were like, oh my gosh, I couldn't like you have to clean something out every single day. So you're cleaning out a drawer. You're, you're so suggesting you, this. Yes. Okay. You clean out a drawer. So it's basically filling up a bag every day for 40 days. Okay. So what size bag is this? Is this a well, trash bag or is, is this like a grocery bag? This is showing how detailed she is. Yeah, because I'm imagining a you could do a tall kitchen bag. I did a black bag, a a lawn bag. (laughs) But like the first couple days, you're like gung ho in it, and like some days you're doing more than one bag, you know. But my suggestion is, 
I call it a drawer mm-hmm. at a time. Yeah. So you can do a, a closet. It could be a linen closet or if you have a coat closet by your front door or a junk drawer in your kitchen, yeah. anything. Go through your t-shirt drawer one yeah. day. Go through your jeans drawer one day. Go through your shorts drawer one day. Go through your swimsuits one day. So that's a way to make it really... Like manageable. Manageable. And to yeah. where it's not... Because when you start cleaning things out, you get so overwhelmed. And basically what people do is like they take everything out of their closet. No, no, and they no. start going through it. And now you've been doing this for five hours. And you have five bags. And you've got to put everything back. And, you know, and it's it becomes overwhelming. Yeah. You know, and that's why people have so much stuff. Like you open the garage and it's full. And you're like, yeah. I, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. So this is where you start. One drawer or closet or category at a time. Okay, so have you done this? Yeah, the 40 days, 40 bags in 40 days. Yeah. Yeah, I've done it twice. Um, I haven't done it in years just because I don't even know. I mean, Daddy-O would disagree. (laughs) I don't know that I have 40 bags at this point because what I do now is every six months. Yeah. And sometimes sooner than that. Like, I keep all of my gym clothes in these rolly totes in my closet and when every piece of laundry is clean, they don't quite fit. So then I'll just pull a thing out and start going through it. And what's really great is I bag up my gym clothes and take them to my gym. And the gym owner goes through them. And then whoever she knows or what size or who would like it, she gives it to them. Or she'll go through it and then she'll hand the bag to somebody else and they'll go through it. So it makes that makes it super easy. So... I want to go back to, because I want to add this to our website so people can shop because I think it's a great thing is one thing that has terrified me when I started like my own home and I got like cap containers for things or rolling boxes, which I know you use for Mm -hmm. your, so I'm going to, I'm going to add everything that we talk about on this podcast as far as organizing I'm going to make a list of everything and you guys can shop it. So the first one that you said was the rolling box and that's from Ikea. Yes, they're from Ikea. You can stack them. If you have a high bed, like if your bed is several feet off the floor, like a, what do they call it? A platform? Not a platform. Yeah, I think it's a platform. Okay. These will slide under a bed. Yeah. Because when I had a high bed, they slid underneath the bed. Now they're stacked in the closet. Mm -hmm. But yes. Okay, so another thing that you can do is the six-month rule, like I mentioned, is um, just like set yourself like March and then September or, you know, whenever you can do it is to go back through your hanging clothes or go back through your your one dresser, you know, Mm -hmm. that it, it really helps because you'll think like... When you first start, you're like, yeah, I'm getting rid of that. I'm getting rid of it. Then you start going, "Mm, I might wear this again. If somebody invites me to this or if there's a wedding, I might need a floral dress. Or if I go, you know, I would hate to get rid of this. And then all of a sudden I need it. Yeah. You know, because that's the hardest thing with getting rid of things is as soon as you do, you're like, oh, I want that. Yeah. So what I do with those items is I say, okay, I'm going to put it back in six months if I haven't touched it or haven't. Then the next go round, which is just a really quick, it can be an hour or two hours. It's not mm-hmm. like an all day thing. Yeah. Then it goes. So, so that that's, I do the same thing. I want to share yeah. what I do. So 
my closet is constantly being switched. So before I only had like one rack of clothes in a closet. Now my closet at our current home, it has like doubled. So there's like a bar of clothes above like the main clothing. You know, I I never thought that that would work because I just thought like, how do you do talls and shorts and da-da-da? But your closet is amazing. I love that. I want that in mine. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So what I do... What I did before on a single rod, which is usually what you see in a closet. It's just one single rod, not double for like tops and bottoms. Um, So what I would do is any, whichever side I used that was like my main door opening of my closet, that's where I put the current season clothes. So I would always have like short sleeves, tank tops, and then light sweaters towards the front. Whereas I had winter stuff in the back. Then I would rotate it when the weather changed I would rotate and that's when I would go through it and be like okay I hated this tank top during summer like it didn't fit right this shrunk in the wash after a full season uh-huh. um this is totally worn down I, I can't wear this anymore like uh-huh. it, it's got starting to get holes right you're like why do I keep hanging this up yeah um or this has a stain like I'm just thinking of everything that people will think of when they're actually cleaning out their closet and then I would switch it. So I'd put the summer in the back and the winter towards the front. And then I would do the same exact thing towards the end of winter. You, what, what's great about doing this is that you realize, Oh, this has a hole or, Oh, this has a snag in it and I'm just never going to wear it out in public, which a lot of my sweaters did that because I have cats and their nails would snag sweaters. So when I would be like, oh, I'm never going to wear this except for in my house. Anytime I thought that, I got rid of it. It was like, what's the point? Right. Just right. let something else be that. Right. So um, it, I feel like when you're cleaning out a closet, especially, you need to focus on what your brain is telling yourself. If you're giving excuses, you most likely are not going to wear it. So just get rid of it. Yes. If there's ever a doubt. You know what a really hard thing is? When you were saying that story, I thought about... When we go to put on an outfit and we pull something out and we're like, oh, I hate this. Why do we put it back in? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I think sometimes like, oh, I don't really like the waist of these pants. But Mm -hmm. if I wore a longer shirt, they'd be fine. Like, why am I doing that? Mm -hmm. You know, but we understand we're attached to things. So these are like little things that will help you. Yes. Also, um, I want to mention. So in my neighborhood, I don't know if your neighborhood does this, but there's constant um, like donation drives where they oh where they leave a bag on your door yes Yes. so my neighborhood does that you staple this piece of paper to like one of the bags and you leave the bags on your curb and like every two or three months they mail these out and they do it for every single monday of that month this is a great time to think other people don't have as much as you do Mm -hmm. it's a reason it's such a positive reason to give back yeah so and they i just got one in the mail so like when i get home i'm gonna start a bag and usually because they come for four mondays in a row i'll start a bag put stuff in it if there's not enough stuff then i just keep adding to it just have the bag out and every day put something in it that's a good like the 40 bags 40 day that's a good rule yeah you know whenever that donation bag don't throw it away. Mm-hmm. Hang it on the back of the front door or mm-hmm. hang it on your your drawer in your kitchen and uh, just as you're going through your house, just throw stuff in there. So basically, if you're not using it, get 
rid of it. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be taking up space in your home. It should not be making you feel anxious and chaotic with all this stuff. It will really, um, it it makes you feel happy. Mm -hmm. Freeing. Um, Yes. And if you don't use it, I mean... I think if you're saving it for someone, most likely you're going to forget to keep giving it to them. So just give it to, like, donate it. Donate it. Someone will get it and yes. that wants it. Yes. And if you think about it, there's like a joke that goes around, like, when you when you fill up a bag for Goodwill and put it in your back of your car and then you drive it around for three months in the <laughs> yeah. back of your car. I mean, P- daddy says that about me all the time because I... I'm really good about packing it up and putting yeah. it in the car, but then I'm like, oh, I don't have time to go over there. Oh, I don't have time. And every time he goes, the Goodwill is still in your trunk. <laughs> I mean, not so much now because I have a newer car and I yeah. love it. <laughs> I don't want stuff in it. But um, uh, my trunk of my car when I worked used to be full because I put it in the trunk to get it out of the house mm-hmm. and then I forget about it. Yeah. You know, in my new car, you can see it. So it's it's not, not as bad, but I do have Goodwill in the back of my car right now. <laughs> anyway, um, I grew up, and I think a lot of people in my generation grew up that you have like people had plastic on their furniture, their nice furniture. Oh, gross. I mean, I know they don't make this anymore, but we had things called it was called the living room, and you as a child were never allowed to go in the living room. Like you or only like a formal only, yes. living room. Yeah. Only company went in the living room, and then you had a dining room which you never ate in. Now <laughs> in my house we did eat there. Because my mom liked to have like an occasional dinner in the dining room. Yes. And everybody got to use the real dishes. And we sat in the dining room. But a lot of people like, you never use it. Like you save these rooms or you keep this couch. You know, like everybody loves Raymond. The mom had plastic on the couch. And the couch was like 30 years old. It was (laughs) ridiculous. But that is the generation that we grew up in that when you got something new, you wanted to save it and keep it nice for a very long time. Whereas now well use it now your generation doesn't really like those kind of things like china and and yeah you know use it yeah use it and you worked hard to buy it enjoy it so when i got my china i wanted china that would go in the dishwasher so that i could use it you know and still we don't use it we use it on thanksgiving it's like ridiculous i thought I don't know. I thought like everybody else thought that like you would pass it down to your daughters, but I know my daughters don't want it. No, thanks. But anyway, (laughs) decluttering and getting rid of my parents' stuff and thinking about things, the candles that you never burn, Mm -hmm. the dress or sweater that you never wear because it's for a fancy occasion or something like that. It just reminded me of this story. Oh, gosh. And I wanted to read it to you. Because it's about, um, it's written by like, it was written by like an 83 year old woman, I think. And it makes you really think mm-hmm. like people that save this stuff their whole life and never use it and then die. Yeah. It's really sad. I think about that a lot. It's an 83 year old woman's letter to her friend. Okay. I'm not saving anything. We use our good china and our crystal for every special occasion, such as losing a pound, getting the sink un- unstopped. <laughs> The first bloom of the season. I wear my good blazer to the market because her theory is you should look good when you're buying your groceries. Yes. I'm not saving my good perfume for special parties, but I am wearing it for clerks in the hardware store. Oh. Tellers at the bank. Someday and one of these days are losing their grip on my for- my vocabulary. If it's worth seeing or hearing or doing, I want to see, hear, or do it now. Yes. I'm trying very hard not to put off 
hold back, save anything that would add laughter or luster to my life. Every morning I open my eyes as a gift and I tell myself, celebrate. Mm-hmm. I totally 1000% agree with that. I think, well, what if tomorrow's your last day? Wear whatever you want in my... I feel like I bring this up a lot, but at therapy this week, yeah. my therapist said, stop worrying about everyone else's emotions. Do what you want to do. Yes. Do, like, don't stop walking on eggshells trying to make sure you don't upset anyone. If you want to wear that crazy outfit or you want to wear that expensive purse, right? don't keep it in the closet because you're worried about everyone feeling like they don't have enough to your level. You do it for you. You want that? You get it. You, you want to wear very it? hard to I purchase know. that bag. Carry it. I know. See, this is the problem is I feel like I'm so focused on not upsetting anyone. Yeah, that comes. That's kind of a pleasing thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. I agree. And it's, yeah. But also at the same time, I'm like, damn. But really, I you don't know. What are you saving it for? You can go be hit that whole that's thing. What you could I be think hit too. by a bus tomorrow. Yeah. That's so what I think about what it. are you saving it for? Exactly. Let's do it now. Mm-hmm. Let's, if, if anything, if we've learned anything from the last couple of years mm-hmm. is you don't know how long you have. You mm-hmm. don't know. So what are we waiting for? Mm-hmm. And I, I know I'm really guilty of this. How many candles do I have that I've never burned? I mean, I need to be lighting candles and burning them every single day until they melt and I throw them away. You know, yeah. I am getting better. I, I am. I, I will say so I'm too. very proud of myself because hoarding does run in my family, not yes, trash hoarding, but ho- stuff. Yeah. Because like, I always think like somebody might need this and then I'll have it. Or there's like a feeling behind the thing and it's like a crumbled up note in the corner. Yeah. And then you hear... I mean, you clean out your parents' house and stuff's expired that was brand new. It's like, yeah, you know, or you, and I've saved perfume before too. Like I only wear oh, this I'm when I waiting. go out. Yeah. I don't wear perfume at all anymore because now I know what's in it and what it does to your body. But well, you can put it on your clothes. I would save it. And then I had that basket under my bathroom thing full of perfume and you open them and they all smell horrible because <laughs> it doesn't last forever. Yeah, it does not. <laughs> so my point is, Celebrate every day, get the clutter out of your life, and burn the candles. Yes, please burn the candles. I remember when we were in that apartment, and you had your bedroom was like purple colors. Yeah, and you had these purple candles. Floral purple. And I'm like, there's dust on these candles, and they've never been burned. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it as a kid. Yeah, I still don't it, really get it, it. It's um, it's the same thing. My parents my parents my mother's house when i packed her stuff um do you see how we're holding our arms yes we're sitting exactly the same way almost um when i packed her stuff there was candles in every candlestick and every and some of them had been lit but most of them weren't hmm. but that's that's again that's how we grew up like when somebody comes over we'll light them you know and then you forget and you forget and just throw them away that's why you see at christmas time i'm really good i light all the candles i burn them i don't I'll buy more next year. Yeah. So I just have to share one thing. This is what Woody would say is the best advice on decluttering is moving. Yes. I always say that because um, as everybody knows from my life story, I moved several times, I think like four times when I was pregnant. And it's like you get to the next house and you're like, I don't even know what's in that box. Just get rid of it. You know, it's just like, I am not unpacking (laughs) this box again (laughs) yeah so that is a really good and you'll notice as you're it doesn't matter how organized you are 
those last few boxes are just drawers dumped into them. Yes. You know? Yeah. So it's just like, eh, I don't really need this anymore. Yes. You know, you get tired of packing. At the beginning, it's fun. It's all organized. And then it's like, uh, just throw that away. Yeah. Feel that. Okay. So some of my decluttering ideas that I've come up with because I've moved a lot in the last three years, four years. Um, so like you said, was focus on one spot. Don't get overwhelmed. I think who is that woman? She has a Netflix special and she tells you to dump everything out in a pile and then go through it. I think that is the worst thing that to is do. how I used to do it. And it's so overwhelming. What you end up doing is just shoving, shoving everything back in because you can't deal. Yeah. Or you run out of time. Yes. So I feel like if you do it twice a year, like during seasons or you're, this is what happens with me is because it's one of my pet peeves. If it irritates me, I just go into a cleaning spree like you do. And then I, that's when I make the easiest decision. It's like, dumping. watch out. Everything's going. Yes. Like hope you didn't want this cause it's in the trash. <laughs> so I always focus, try to focus. I did this this week. I mm-hmm. focused on one shelf and it was my medicine cabinet mm-hmm. and Good. I knew I had expired stuff. I needed to make a list of stuff that I needed to replace from the expired and anything that wasn't there that I needed to get a new bottle of. So I made a list. I put that whole entire shelf on the counter, went through it. And one thing that a lot of people don't know is make sure you remove your name and information off of medication bottles. Yeah, don't throw those away with your name. and Yes. So I made sure that I destroyed those. Okay. And then another thing that I have on my list is a bedroom's really hard to like declutter Mm -hmm. so i always focus on the smallest drawer so i start with a nightstand and i go through it and i clean it out then i go to the dressers and i always leave the closet to the end and usually i'm really good with closets because i'm just like you if i put it on and i hate it like this shirt is probably the last time i'm going to be wearing this shirt it's so cute but it's not comfortable But like anything that makes me fidgety during the day and i'm constantly trying to why are we wearing it it? down pull it down pull it down pull it down um i just like I'm never wearing this shirt again. And then I make a mental note. Okay, I'm going to get a trash bag. Put it in that. Not Um, for the trash, but for the donation. Yeah. Not, yeah. When I say trash bag, I mean. I just want to clarify that. Donation bag. Okay. Um, Which is really good to focus on. Start small and work your way up. And then always with the closet, do it seasonally. (laughs) Because it's definitely like anxiety tugging, if that's even a phrase. I don't know. Fidgety. I would say fidgety. But yeah. Okay. So another thing that I always do is I dedicate zones like you how you focus on zones of the house I focus on zones in a room as far as like a toss pile a donation and then trash like toss is more like for for me there's different versions of getting rid of toss for me is more like make put it in a bag and give it to a friend or something okay that's one thing I left out yeah. Is that because... Um, I have a friend bag yes. and then a donate bag. Yes. And then I have a, a trash mm-hmm. area. Yeah. Stuff that ain't nobody need. <laughs> yeah. Holes, nothing. Okay. So another thing that I really, really like, and I'm going to add this to our website, is with kitchens, I always start with the drawers and then I go to the cabinets, but I usually focus on the food, just like you do. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. get rid of anything that is expired. That's super easy. And then you can start organizing there. So with the pantry, I think it's super easy to start there in the kitchen because mm-hmm. you're mostly focusing on what's good and what's old. Yeah. Just get rid of stuff that you know right away is going to be old. Yeah. 
And then from there, you pick zones of the cabinets. And the best way to describe it is if you go on Netflix and you go to the home edit, they're really good with where to put things on your pantry as far as like, you know, back stock is always at the top. I love that Away from it. Can you explain that a little bit, what backstock is? Because you taught me that. I never understood that, but go ahead. Okay, so backstock is anytime you buy something in bulk or multiples. Backstock is kind of like your inventory. You're you're thinking of it as a store. Yeah. So your inventory is considered backstock. And the best way to make sure that you're running out of it and that you know to bring from the backstock is clear containers and this is one thing that i absolutely love some people don't like the and i'm gonna get this wrong i don't know if the brand is oxo or oxo nobody does i call it oxo Mm -hmm. it's literally oxo that's the brand name i love those as far as food storage so i absolutely hate 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 when flour sugar protein powder Anything that's like powder related or grain related is still in its bag or container from the store. Yeah, yeah. These are things that you're always going to need on hand. They're kitchen essentials. You need to have them in clear bins. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I don't care which kind of clear bins you get. They need to be airtight because also one thing that you don't know about these grains and flowers and stuff is that in the store there are bugs on the shelf. And those bugs live in the boxes, by the way. Yes. So not only are they being transferred into the store, but then there's more that are in the store on the shelves and they're getting into these foods and you're transferring them to your house. Mm -hmm. So this is the best way to make sure you don't have bugs in your food is putting it in a clear container that is airtight. So I'm going to add two different types, the OXO and then this other kind that is beautiful. Um, It's made of glass and then the lid is wood. Oh, it's I love air, those too that you have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely love those. Then the best way to go from the pantry is to the, the refrigerator. Same thing. Focus on anything that's expired. This is also a chance for you to make both lists for your pantry and your refrigerator your on list? the essentials. Yes. And then after that, if you just don't want to keep going back and forth and seeing what you have... The next option with a refrigerator after the pantry and the refrigerator is medicine cabinet and spices. Spices are not supposed to be in your pantry longer than a year. I know this is crazy and I know a lot of people don't even realize this, but this is something Woody taught me that I had no idea about. But spices are just like perfumes yes. and they candles. They lose their potency. Yeah, they go stale. So you have to just and by the way, only buy what you need oregano parsley things like that they get those little bugs in them that flower gets so into gross. i know and you wouldn't even know you're just putting it in there ew i, I did not even realize that yeah. again we mentioned this on another episode our favorite seasonings from trader joe's i highly highly recommend just get all your seasoning from trader joe's you know what they're they're really expensive inexpensive compared mm-hmm. to for spices or some spices are very expensive these yes. are very inexpensive it's a small jar so it's not like a big tub that yeah, you're getting you know like i know costco unless you're like you're a fanatic cook you know you use that one spice on everything y- yes you should not be buying giant costco stuff yes. i mean unless it's a spice that you use on everything 
Yes, I agree. This is also a helpful tip. If you go to your refrigerator, either right now and you're listening at your house, Uh or when you get home from work after listening to this, where's your milk in your refrigerator? This is one thing that I didn't know and I learned very early on in my adulthood. I'm going to say where it shouldn't be. Okay. The door. Yes. It's the worst place to put your milk and I know that. Yes. And it's crazy, but if you go to like... A lot of refrigerators are made with that. They're made to put the milk on the door. You do not ever. It has to be in the darkest spot. Darkest, coldest area. And usually that's towards the back of the refrigerator, which I know isn't like the best placement. But think about it. Every time you open the door, you're exposing your milk to the warm out. Out. Well, also the light. Outdoor, but. You should buy your milk in cartons and not in the clear containers because the exposure to light also makes them go bad. Yes. So if you're, you always find your milk getting sour fast, you should go switch to carton and move your milk to the back of your fridge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That will prolong your milk. And it's just so bizarre to just make that huge difference. I also learned when you should put it in the back of the fridge versus the door that the plastic is exposed in the milk truck to like the milk truck has like the open vents at the top yeah, and yeah. the sunlight's already so hitting it's, it. Once it's bottled, it's already being exposed. Yes. So you should lessen that as much as possible. Yes. A huge thing that we both do is drawer dividers. So I'm going to add those to our list. Um, I've talked about this on our Amazon finds. I use Story, S-T-O-R-I, Mm-hmm. from Amazon. Those are for small drawers like vanities, nightstands, desks, bathrooms. But as far as kitchen ones, we have very specific ones that we have mm-hmm. that we'll share on our website. You'll have to go to sutherlandgirls.com forward slash the pod. Get ready to laugh or be prepared to laugh your butt off because now we're going to go into our pet peeves and they're pretty lengthy. I feel like we're very difficult based on these. And you know what? Don't be offended. Yeah. If Don't you do this, just Come on. move forward. We all have pet peeves. We're all annoying. Yes. So. You go first because I'm curious. number one pet peeve. <laughs> I know what it number is. Number one is lateness. Oh, I didn't even think this was going to be your first one. Okay. This is one of my, uh, uh, I should say, lack of respect for others' time. Yes. I think is. But also I'm notorious for running at least 10 minutes late. I know. I know. So I'm sorry, but that's just my thing. You kind of procrastinate and then run out of time. Yes. That is your issue. But people that lollygag or take their sweet time when you're rushing. Or what about when I was growing up and my step family would start getting ready when the time you were supposed to be at an event. When you were ru- Oh my god. So like, let's just say it was a, a party thing. started that was a family thing. at four. They would start getting ready at four. So you always knew that that side of the family would be at least two hours late. And it to me, it's just a disrespect thing because somebody has prepared their home or, or they're waiting for you. Like it, it says to the person, I have no respect for your time. Yeah. You rushed or you took the time to get ready on time and you can sit and wait for me. Yeah. That's the way I it feels to me. I 100% agree. And also I'm very impatient and I hate waiting i know that's my problem yeah that's my I'm issue the exact same way but it's really like i mean i understand if you work or you're going from one event to the next or whatever i mean people are late i'm talking about the people that are late every, every single, single time, time. <laughs> 
It's like, do I have to lie to you and tell you a different time? I always tell certain people, I'm like, you need to be here at 1.30. You need to be here at 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, I don't know. My my daddy was really big about being on time. And you know what on time means? 10 minutes early. Yeah. You're usually like 20 minutes early. To I know. And I'm like, mom, but yeah. they do not want us to be here right now. I'm telling you right now. Well, I kind of will wait out. I, I wouldn't show up early. Aunt, I would not sh- come into somebody's house before a party actually started. I would, if I got there early, I would wait outside. I would be respectful that way. Unless it's one of my really good friends and I'm like, hello, I'm here. And they're like still curling their hair or whatever. I don't care. Yeah. I'm here to help. Yes. Um, that stresses me out though. Cause I'm like, no, I wanted it to be perfect. So that when you walk through, we can have fun. I know people get stressed out too when they're going somewhere with me because I'm like, oh, okay, um, it's Christmas or Easter and the yearly churchgoers are going to be there. So we have to leave an hour yes. before and then we get there and stand around and wait to go in. And I know everybody's like, we rushed over here for what? You know, to but stand. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would rather be early and wait than be late. That's why I'm meeting you at the church this year. <laughs> <laughs> you better not be late. <laughs> I won't. Just save me a seat. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... Uh-oh, this is going to be a big one. What this you, wait, wait. big because... What did you think my first one was going to be? Um, Chewing with your mouth open. Oh my gosh, that's my last one. Last? It, it, these it should are be no, your second one. These are in no particular order. Okay, mine aren't either. But one thing that's really been affecting me... So I've we've said this in the past on other episodes that we kind of feed off of the people that are around us. And one of my biggest pet peeves is when people are extremely negative and constantly complaining. So I know we all do this. We all are negative at some point. We are all constantly complaining at some point in our life. But when you make it your life's narrative that you can't have this or you want this so badly, but you can't have it or, oh, I wish I could lose all this weight, but then you continue to eat bad. Like stuff like that where it's like constantly and I'm just like, that's funny because that was breath. one of the things I almost put. What? People that make too many excuses. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't even call it excuses. I say, I consider it complaining. You just like, you like your, hearing your own voice. Yeah. Be whoever you want to be or do whatever you want to do, but don't complain about it. Yeah. And one thing. Okay. So this is the reason that this is on my list this week is because I work with someone who is extremely negative. I mean, Every single thing that comes out of this person's mouth is negative. Mm-hmm. It's a, I can't, I won't, or we don't have enough time, or who's going to do this? I'm not doing that. And I'm constantly like frustrated and I have been ignoring this person because I just don't want to hear it. Yeah. And anytime I can, I get the chance to get away from this person, I'm mm-hmm. out of there. Mm-hmm. Like I am dodging the negativity. Well, because no matter how positive a person you are, when you hang around that, you it's, become it, that. And I like don't your parents want to. Always told you don't hang around with riffraff because you'll become riffraff. Yes, you know? I know that's yeah. an old term, but well, like if you hang out with the druggies, you'll soon yes. try drugs. Type yes. thing. That's yes. what it's just a matter of time. Yeah, I'm a stronger, self-controlled. You are. You have very so, so strong self-control. Yeah. yeah very, yeah. very strong. So that's one of my things. It's just like, and one thing I realized with this person, I'm starting to feel bad for them because if I'm dodging them, who else is dodging them? It is kind of sad to think that you're know, like, nobody wants to be around you. Yes. But then you don't have really the heart to person. say, I know. Like, 
This but is the reason why well, this person like that don't like, take it the right way. I know. Like they're like, oh, my significant other doesn't want to make this next move in mm-hmm. our lives. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I can honestly tell you why. And it's because of your negativity mm-hmm. and your constant complaining, complaining about literally everything. Mm-hmm. And honestly, people don't want to be around that. People want to be around the lighthearted, the easygoing, the positive people. It's and it's so okay if you have a bad day or a bad, you know, but it's yeah. just like everything. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I sure hope we don't do that. I hope the last month of podcast didn't <laughs> Because like we were that. always like, uh, it's been a horrible week, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it's kind of different. I know what yeah. you're saying. It's definitely different. Rudeness. Mm-hmm. Yes. It really bothers me. And um, I'll say since the, the last two years, because I don't want to say those words anymore. That P word or the C word. Oh. I'm not going to say those words Which anymore. Which C word are you talking about? <laughs> you know, that thing that went around. So the last two years, it's gotten way worse. But rudeness, like the post office, the person in front of me is screaming at the guy oh and saying gosh. all these things like, you guys just keep raising the prices of stamps. You're high rate robbery. And I'm like, what? The guy behind the counter has, has no, control. no control over that. Or the grocery store or a server at a restaurant. I just yeah. cringe when they're rude to the server. I'm just like. I have a story about that. Oh my gosh. Uncle Steve still told me a story yesterday. Oh my gosh. Let's about say About a it. server. Yeah. I mean, about a. I, I won't give the details because some of the details were Obvious. colorful from Uncle Steve. Oh, oh, okay. oh right, right, right. Uh, but these not people completely came unfiltered. in. <laughs> the restaurant was really busy. You know, it's a Saturday night or whatever. So so they went out to dinner and they're like, hey, can we sit at the bar? Which we do that a lot too. Yes. Like if if we're just casual, whatever. And there is a restaurant around here that, that we go to all the time, mm-hmm. at least once or twice a month. And uh, we just go and sit in the bar. We know the bartender. She serves us. Da, da, da. Yeah. So, you know, they said, we're going to sit at the bar. So they sit at the bar and you know when you sit at the bar... That it's going to be slow. Yes. Don't expect to get your food right away. Don't expect to be older. She's making drinks. He or she are making drinks for everybody that's sitting at the bar, everybody in the bar. And then she's also making drinks for every server that has a table in that restaurant. Yes. So you have to be there to relax yes. and socialize and not worry about it. The experience. Yeah. So um, this couple came in next to them. The bartender asked them if they want a drink. It it, it it wasn't like they got a drink right away, but the the one of the people in the couple said yeah i'm thirsty you know it's like why do you add that commentary okay so then they ordered why didn't they just say excuse me drinks and then they said (laughs) after sitting there with their drinks and you could see the bartender was really busy yeah excuse me excuse me can we order i'm starving yeah i'm trying to speed up the story a little bit there was a lot more detail but then they got their food oh no and they're eating their food and they ordered one plate and shared oh my gosh are you kidding me (laughs) They ordered one plate and it wasn't like a restaurant that's starving it wasn't a restaurant that gives like huge servings so you would share you know what i mean it's a restaurant it's a chain restaurant and it's a restaurant that it's not very big portions can you just name the restaurant because i'd love to know outback okay so that outback's not like such a big there's a type of person that goes okay outback and so um they're eating and they call (laughs) excuse me excuse me call the bartender over again and they complain that the broccoli that came with their meal was only a few pieces and um that uh, the steak was not cooked properly so they wanted to see a manager 
So the manager came over, and I guess as the manager came over, one of the parties in this couple was continue to eat the steak, <laughs> and they complained about it. So of course the manager Wait, they shared steak and broccoli. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, they're so cheap. So then go to the grocery store and make your own damn steak. So of course they got comped oh, their meal, and they were like, oh, "They're one you, single you. meal," and then finished everything on the plate. So basically, you know, your uncle was like a little peeved about it, but I would be too. I would be mortified, you know. And so what happens when this happens to me when I'm out in public is when that person leaves, I apologize profusely to whoever it is. It's not your fault. I know, but I want them to understand because I know what it's like to work in a service type inventory and have somebody rip you a new one. And then you have to be nice to the next person. I mean, you don't have to be nice, but the next person comes up and you're just like, I want to kill somebody. But hi, how can I help you? You know, and I just want to say, hey, I'm on your side. They were that crazy. was not appropriate at all. Yeah. You know, that was not you. That was completely them. We were at um, the mall, me and my girlfriends a couple of weeks ago. And the outlet mall that we were out, one of the stores had glass, like that plexiglass in front of the checker. So you, oh, yeah. you know, you had to talk through a little hole. Yeah. What is the point? Anyway. The late we walked up to pay and the lady in front of us was an older lady and she was just I couldn't hear what she was saying because everybody had masks on, but she was shaking her head and stuff and she the cashier was a young girl and she was just staring at her. Oh. And the lady walked out and I walked up and I said, What'd that Karen say to you? <laughs> and they all started laughing. I was just like, I want you guys to know that we're not all terrible and that person had no right to treat you that way. Yeah. But that is like huge to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just there's no reason for it. Servers, cashiers, tellers have no control. Ask for a manager, nicely give your complaint, mm-hmm. or call corporate. Yeah. You know, if you need to do that. Or don't go there anymore. Yeah. If you have bad service, you have a choice. Yeah. Go somewhere else. Don't demand that the people there treat you better. Yeah. The best way to get back at somebody for treating you badly is to not give them your service. Yeah. You know? Don't give them your money. Take Hello. your business somewhere else. Shut your mouth. Take your business somewhere else. So I have a good story with this. Uh-huh. I, I cannot remember where I was or what it was, but I, I don't know if it was a store or if it was food. I think it was a store and this lady was like so pissed off that it was taking so long and when she finally got to the front she just like paid for her stuff and then grabbed it and like you know snipped at the person and then I remember walking up like I'm witnessing this lady go crazy and like throwing a temper tantrum for the one item that she was buying Mm -hmm. she had to wait behind another person like how tragic and she it like wasn't like a off. line of 10 people it wasn't like the person was ordering everything uh-huh. in the store and then she had that one item it was like a like normal amount of i think it was like a grocery store or something anyways i got up to the front and i watched her you know do her thing and the guy goes how are you doing today i'm like better than her <laughs> <laughs> that's a good comeback that's for damn sure yeah i am doing <laughs> i'm so sorry for that yeah yeah it's terrible it's yeah it just drives me crazy yeah but the one thing that is a huge pet peeve of mine is when you're the good customer you have no no complaints you're happy to be helped Uh by an employee that's working and they dismiss you or they're completely rude to you yeah i if they're not doing their job yeah yeah this week i went to a fedex And I had some paperwork printed and then I had to email it back to myself. And so like, of course, I don't know how to use the machines because you have to pay for it. And I'm like, I don't 
I can't do this. Like there's so many steps and I get frustrated with myself and just stare at the screen because I'm like, this is so foreign to me. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. So I had one of the girls help me. She walked over, helped me print the things. And then I had to fill out the paperwork and then scan it later. When I went to the second girl, I was like, I need help uh, emailing this to myself. She like looked at me, just stared at me. Like I wasn't speaking English and the guy that she was talking to when I walked up helped me. So oh. then I, he helped me email it back to myself and I'm refreshing my email trying to make, I didn't want to leave because like, what and then have it not work? go through. Then yeah. You have to, yeah. And I paid for the emails and I paid for the scanning prints. So it was like, I don't want to have to come back. That was my main thing. I wanted to make sure I got what I needed and I didn't want to come back. And so I go back over. It's been five minutes and I'm like the first email that I got to print it. Like it's a verification code that you get instantly. Like mm-hmm. within 30 seconds, I got the email. I'm standing there refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. Five minutes goes by. Still nothing. I wait a few more minutes and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go and see like if they'll just do it for me for free one more time. Right. It's two bucks to email it to myself. But like, that's not the point. I want to make sure that it's actually working right so i was like hey can i like i just emailed these documents to myself but it's not coming in my she cuts me off and goes it takes a minute you have to be patient and then walked off and i was like wait what wait i wasn't done like you weren't being complaining <laughs> like you were she just was dismissing me and yeah. then w- kept doing whatever she's, she's having doing. a bad day and i'm just like but this is your job but maybe somebody like a Karen came in before you. But I'm and abused her. I walked up. I know. So nicely. Hi, excuse me. Um, so I just emailed a document to myself, but it's not coming up. She's it's been just five annoyed. Th- yes. Yeah. And so I mean, I wanted to go off on her like a no. Karen. But then I was like, I don't want to be a Karen. <laughs> I don't want to be that one. Um, but I was just like, there's a lot of people that work don't work in an area that involves you talking to customers if you can't handle it. Yeah, yeah. If you can't handle the public, you should probably not be on the front line. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And that's why I only did retail for like two years. (laughs) Yeah, you're not very patient with people. I am not patient with people. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I knew when to leave. Mm -hmm. So there's so many receptionist jobs. There's so many different types of jobs. Mail you room. Don't like I know you love when I say that. Mail the mail room. There's no such thing as a mail room except for at the post office. <laughs> you can always start in the mail room. <laughs> yeah. Who has a mail room? Please leave a comment in one of our posts on Instagram if you have a mail room at your company and please leave the name of the company because I would, I'm very curious. I know there's... Mail there has to be in like huge, corporate banks and stuff like that. Like high rises. Huge yes. high rises. Yes, because the mailman's not going to go to every single one of those doors. He's going to drop it in the department and then they separate it. But in California, I know. we don't have those. I know. I know. There's, you know, mailboxes. Anyways, so that's going on to your pet peeve. <laughs> My last pet peeve, which you know, it's a family thing. And it's so funny because Aunt Carol will forget sometimes and go, hey, what's that thing we have? You know, where people chew too loud. <laughs> What's that thing called that we have? I love when she does that. What's that, What's thing, that thing that we have, that we all have, that we hate? <laughs> you know, it involves chewing. So it is... Um, is, is there a technical name for this? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you're so funny. Misophonia. M-I-S-O-P-H-O-N-I-A. I know I lost half of you, but... Okay, the so... The technical term... <laughs> Yes, I do suffer from this. Misophonia. It is not your fault. I apologize. 
I don't, I don't really complain about it. Because the typical... It is really a disorder. You can't help it. Oh my gosh, mom. Everyone learns... Okay. What do you tell your kids when they're learning to eat? Chew with your mouth closed. Exactly. I'm not saying that the people that are chewing loud have an excuse. I'm saying I apologize that I can't stand you if you're chewing in my ear. <laughs> I apologize. I can't handle you in my life. Right it's now. funny though, because if I, like if I'm eating, it won't bother me at all. Yeah, it doesn't because you're me. eating. Yeah. But as soon as you stop eating, yeah. it's like same. And you know what? Can you not? It's so funny because we joke about like married couples and things. And it's like, can you stop breathing? Yes. It's like so loud. <laughs> it's like, why are you breathing so like loud? That. It's You're just being like, annoying. Yeah. That, that is a, yeah. Close your mouth. Yeah. If you sound like a cat eating wet food, you need, you, that's what it sounds like. An adult, like a human version of yeah. a cat eating wet Table food. Table manners is a big thing. Maybe it's just for my generation or I always say that, but just because it was like, you know, close your mouth, put your hand down, put your fork down. You know, did I do the that with you? The one thing that's irritating, that's, I, it's not, it didn't come from you. It came from the other side of the family, but it was the elbows on the table. And I was like, how am I supposed to eat anything? Like, yeah, I'm not I going, never like, understood that. This? this isn't a formal event. You can put your arms on the table if you'd like. Like, how am I supposed to eat? <laughs> yeah. This is comfortable. And it's kind of bizarre because why was that? Mm, I don't know. It's kind of like, and I know this might offend some people that take your hats off. Okay. I know it's like a lack of respect thing, but like, no, like my grandma, the grandsons, if they were at the table with a hat on, it was like, get that hat off your head. And I'm like, why? I think because when, when it was like the thirties and forties, it was, you put the hat on to be outside. It's kind of like a hoodie. You know, why do you have your hood on inside to take off your hat when you're inside? Yeah, I think so. I know like churches and when the national anthem, it's like, that's like a huge thing for me. Like show respect. Yeah. You know, but it was like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I I feel like you have more pet peeves because then I started listing them off. Okay. So go because we probably have a lot of the same ones. Okay. Um, Another one of my biggest pet peeves which we don't have to go into a long detail and this kind of goes with the negative people it's people who don't try or don't want to figure it out that are just like i, I don't want to say that they're lazy it's just they're not motivated and i'm like mm-hmm. you can't live your life not learning new skills but you know what you really have to let that one go because um that's kind of an internal thing well i'm going to tell you right now we're starting to grow our company mm-hmm. i i I'm glad we're in California and we have that at will law. Oh, you're going to fire me? Because No, not you. <laughs> but like I'm hiring you to help us. If you're not willing to help, leave. Yes. Like, and don't I, I can't time. hire you. I can't hire you if I have to tell you everything to do. Because that's the one yes. thing about my, about my best friends, my sisters, mm-hmm. is that I don't have to give them instruction. Yes. They just do it. I and love people I can't, like that. I can't have you help if I have to stop everything I'm doing to explain what to do. Yeah. It's like they see what needs to be done and they do it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to instruct them. I don't have to show them. I don't have to, you know, it. whether it's a party or packing my parents' house or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is. That's what I love about my best friends is that they just get in there and do it. Also, I feel like this is one thing that I've learned with certain people in my life right now. Once you stop learning, what's the purpose in life? I agree. I think life is a journey of learning. Yes. I agree. And I think you should be evolving and changing and growing. And evolving. And and changing changing and and growing growing and and evolving. Mm -hmm. If you get what we're saying. (laughs) Bridesmaids. Well, if you're evolving, then you're changing. 
No, I don't think you're really changing no, though. I don't think you really change. You're just, you, you know, you're growing, but isn't growing changing <laughs> and evolving and evolving. <laughs> okay. So now I'm going to list off some pet peeves, which is so funny because I know I do this, but like sometimes when I'm like really into a conversation, I just want to make my point. Oh my gosh. And I get cut off. I lose it. I lose my marbles. Mm-hmm. And I she can hates take being it. interrupted. I, as yes. I interrupt her. Yes. But I can take it and take it and take it. This is with a lot of things. And this is just like we are the same t- type of person. We can take and take and take. And then all of a sudden we explode. Right. So this is one thing where I'm just like this and clutter. I'm like, take it, take it. take. And then finally I'm like, I can't take it anymore. And yes. then, yeah. And I feel bad because I'm like, why weren't you just patient? Or why couldn't you just been like, can I just say this one thing and then you can talk? <laughs> or write it down. Yes. Yeah. But most of the time, if I have a story, I want to get the whole story out mm-hmm. because either I have a really funny joke mm-hmm. or I don't want to forget any details. I agree. But or when you're at. telling a story and I think of a story, I have to tell it or else I'll forget because I'm old. I know. <laughs> My Okay. So Aunt Carol has that thing too. And she'll say, I have to get this out because I'll forget. Yes. Like she always grabs my arm and goes, okay, I have to get this out because I'll forget. You know, it's I'm going to start saying that. Yeah. I'm going to, I need to get this out because I'm going to forget to say it. That's what I'm going to say to people yeah. so that I'm allowed. To and then, well. and then she'll go, okay, continue. And I'm like, I'm old now too. I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> <gasps> okay. Oh my gosh. I read this note and it was like people with ad. <laughs> <laughs> that is, sorry if I just yelled in your ears. Blonde moment. Oh my gosh. People with that. ADD. <laughs> See, I told you I would make you laugh. <laughs> so, so I love that you get so frustrated with people with ADD, which is your husband and your mother. Yes, the two closest people in my life. Mm-hmm. And that goes along with the cutting me off in a conversation yes. because I'm like, I know you have ADD and you can't help it, but oh my gosh, can you just focus? Okay, but you know what happens when you have ADD and somebody's telling a story and then you think of something yes. to insert into that story is you're not listening to the rest of their story because all you're thinking about is what you want to insert into their story. Yes. So <laughs> what what he taught me was he has to be focused on like if he's twiddling a pen. Yes, like a fidget. Yeah. Yeah. Then he can focus on my story. But that drives me crazy because in my like visual, I'm a visual and like auditorial learner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm trying to tell a story. And if I'm visually getting distracted by you, like most what ADD he, people. What if he like taps, taps his leg or taps it his It needs to wrist. be something where I can't see it because it will distract this is gonna me. going to bother you? No. That's funny because your brother, I mean, your, why do I always do that? Your <laughs> uncle. <laughs> uncle Jonathan. <laughs> no, your other uncle. Oh, which um, other brother? Your uncle Craig gives presentations Gregory. for a, a living, uh, not a living. I mean, it, it, within his job, within his company, he gives presentations. And he, when Apple Watches came out, he hated them because people are looking at them. Because I used to get in trouble when I had an iWatch and I worked yeah. in an office. My boss would say, you're always looking at your time. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm getting messages. They were work messages, oh, okay. but I'm getting messages. <laughs> I was like, um, well. And he said, no, they light up. So when you're in a room giving a presentation to 100 people, whatever, or 20 people, whatever, all they're watching just light up and it distracts from what he's, he's talking about so i'm like, the exact Ooh. same way so you're you when guys i tell think a story yeah when i'm telling a story or talking about something and i want to get like all of it out and then i'm i'm like what is that what are you doing yeah i finally stop like this happens with me and woody all the time i'll be telling him something and he's fidgeting and i'm like what is wrong with you are you focusing on what i'm saying did you mm-hmm. actually hear what i'm saying mm-hmm. and he's like yeah but i like 
because of my ADD, I have to be doing something uh, else. I'm not, fo- my brain's like, oh, this, oh, that, oh, yes, this. You have if to- I'm focused on moving a pen, that's all that my brain can focus on and your words. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, agree. Like, okay. I agree. I mm-hmm. agree. Very Anyways, good. moving on. <laughs> oh, you have more. All right. Freaking love quarantine for this next one. Standing too close. I know that you don't like to be touched. Thank Especially goodness. by strange people. There were regulations and things on the ground at grocery stores. Yes. If I'm in line and you're standing too close to me and I move up, that does not give you the reason to move up closer. I think that's because I'm trying to get away from you. Do you remember in cheer you did double arm space? Um, what we used to do was windmills. Oh. So you have your hands out. Oh, and front then you, and back. Okay. You spin. We did double arm space. And then you put your arms out and <laughs> you'd have to touch fingers with the. Yeah girls you no know. we would do windmills and t- twist our upper bodies and to if you're sure. touching anyone you're too close yeah so i think that that should be the rule if i could touch you you're too close well one thing that i, I used to use the c word not the c word that everyone knows that's the bad c word the five letter c word that we've been saying for the last two years right so I've thought a lot about this. Mm -hmm. If someone, like, especially now because all the regulations are going away. Sometimes I'm like, can you stand away from me? I have. Oh. That's, I've wanted to say that so many times, but then I'm like, oh. You know what the funniest thing? they like jump me? (laughs) You know what the funniest thing to do during the P word? Yeah. Was to. (coughs) Cough when you're in public. You see people scatter. It's hilarious. (laughs) Or the. I think ah, of a sneeze and move your mask. (laughs) okay i did that once and i was like why did i just do that (laughs) that made no sense to sneeze outside of your mask yeah and then i (laughs) did sneeze with my mask on and then i was like oh my gosh now my face is wet (laughs) (laughs) i honestly the one time that i sneezed in my mask i was like do i just it's like a built-in tissue do i just take the mask off and use the other side i gotta flip this thing now yeah (laughs) <laughs> defeats the purpose okay i think i have one more Ooh, dun, 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 dun. this is an obvious one but also not an obvious one people that hug me that i've never met yet you're not I'm a hugger, a hugger. <laughs> yeah, and i'm like i, I don't you. even know your first and last name which is hilarious because your mother is a hugger yeah but like i don't know you just weren't like that as a baby i mean it's funny because you don't cuddle or anything and you were a huge cuddler only with me but when you were little you were yeah, you always had to be touching, laying on, or sitting next to, or, yeah. Because that was bonding for me. Yeah. But you, yeah. And you have a friend that is also not a cuddler, and it's, I used to hug her all the time. And, and I then was like, she Mom. mentioned that she's not a hugger, and now I never hug her, because I don't want to, I don't want to invade your space mm-hmm. if you're not. But I am, and I always say, I'm sorry, I'm a hugger, or, or I'll make the universal sign for hugging, which is your arms out. And you can kind of tell. And then you can do the one arm. Yeah. And if I do hug someone and I can tell, you could feel it. They get rigid immediately. I'm like, okay, note to self, never hug that person again because they're uncomfortable. I don't know. I'm just a hugger. It was very awkward at the beginning of the P word because you weren't allowed to do that anymore. And then you, and then it got to the point where you weren't sure if you were doing that or not anymore. So I got really used to not doing it anymore. So Mm -hmm. I typically only hug people my norms yeah you know yeah one thing that was awkward for me was i'm you i was very comfortable with handshaking but then you couldn't 
No, because I was like, handshake. please don't hug hands me. Hands gross rather... me out. Hands completely gross me out. Mom, you can Go wash ahead. your hands. I know. You can't wash your shoulder. I don't know that other people wash their hands. You don't know if anyone washes their armpit that has just touched your arm because you hugged them. I would rather touch somebody's armpit than their hand. Absolutely not. Keep your armpits away from me. <laughs> do you know what people do with their hands, Brittany? Yeah, but there's so this thing gross. called soap. But they don't use it. But you use it. Oh, I see what you're saying. After you touch their hand, then you wash your own hand. Especially if their hands are sweaty, which really made me uncomfortable. I would go, okay, don't touch anything with that hand. I don't know. I'm a clean freak. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I would just make a mental note, like, don't touch your face with your right hand because their hand was questionable. (laughs) Yeah. But at the same time, at least I wasn't being hugged. I think we should pick up the bowing. The little head nod. Oh, so nice to meet you. So no- Oh, Hello? I hit the mic. <laughs> Dunk. <laughs> I think that the head nod would be a good thing. Nice to meet you. I usually just go, hey, and like do a like giant wave with my hand up above yeah. my head. Like, don't come near me. I usually like, if I don't want to hug the certain people that are far away from me and I, I get there. I think you just I put your go, hand up like, hey yeah, in front of you, just kind of a wave. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not a forcer. I don't force it. But I don't also, I hate I the fake hug too. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. Don't hug me if oh, you're not pat if it, on the back. If you don't fun, mean fun. it, yeah, I'm. A, or the, I like, agree. The I agree. Arm that doesn't fully make it yeah. touching you, and it's just like hovering. Yeah, I really don't have a problem with you at all. If you don't want to say hi to me, if you don't like me, that's not going to bother me whatsoever. Yeah, I'd rather you just dodge me because I want to dodge you. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Because I will say hi to you. Should I end the podcast with my story that happened today? And I was like, of course this would happen to me. Let's go. But let's end it on a positive. No, it's freaking hilarious. Okay, go. Because usually if if I've met you in my life or you've done me wrong. So we've said this in the past on other podcasts that like if you've done us wrong, we don't want to give a reaction. We'd rather... Just act like you're a stranger. Any Anyone who does you wrong, we recommend, you know, treating them as if you've never met them before because what they've done is so damaging to you and it's better to just, you know, it, I mean, I don't know if this you're, is good, but ignore it. These are your and boundaries. Keep going. Yes. So it's better to, I would personally, if you don't like me, please dodge me and act like I'm a stranger rather than coming up to me and being fake nice. Like I, I don't see the reason for me to do it and I would love it if you didn't do it back to me. So <laughs> can't believe I'm telling this story. Um, we all have pasts and today I went to a doctor's appointment and I was filling out all the new patient information and stuff like that. Paperwork. I sit back down and as soon as I sit back down after paying my copay and giving them my paperwork, I get called and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just sat down. Okay. So it's like a little bit of chaos for me because I'm mentally ready to sit down. So as soon as I sit down, I'm like, okay, right back up. So I hear my name get called. This girl opens the door to let me back into like one of the patient rooms. And she kind of like, I didn't think anything of it at the time, but I was like, oh, that's kind of you know when someone opens the door for you, but they're kind of like in the doorway space. And so you kind of got to like shuffle sideways. And you're not really looking at them. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's a nurse. Like I'm going to see them for like maybe two seconds. 
as they show me where my room is and we're going to move on. And I was in the middle of doing some work stuff over my phone. So I was kind of like focused on that. So I shuffle past her. She tells me what room to go in. So I'm like looking at the walls to find like the number of the room. I finally find the room. I walk in there. Um, I sit down, I put my phone in my bag and then I'm like, okay, looking to where I can put my bag because every office or every patient room at a doctor's office is different. So I'm constantly looking like, where do I put my stuff? Where do I sit? First of all, that's where I focus. Then where do I put my stuff? And so she's talking, talking. I still have not seen this girl's face. I put my stuff down. She hands me a gown and says, um, you're going to need to do like change into this. Uh, the doctor will be right with you. As she's handing me the gown, and I'm wearing a mask. We all have to be wearing masks for doctor's offices still. And I look at her eyes and I'm like, oh, I like quickly just grab the gown, not thinking of it. But I'm like, oh, I think I know that person, but I don't know. So I sit down and I text you and I'm like, I'm so mad at you right now. Cause I like sat there or I started undressing. And, and as I was undressing, click. I'm like, oh my gosh so i text you immediately because you were the one who recommended this doctor to me and i was like i'm so mad at you right now and then like laughy crying faces uh-huh. and i'm like so and so is a nurse here i think i think and because then i was like maybe that wasn't her yeah like you know when you see like one little feature on someone and you uh-huh. think it's that one person and then yeah. you get closer or and you're like you oh see gosh, them again and you're like oh no 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 that's not the same person so i'm like Okay, maybe it wasn't. And I was like, I'm so mad at you. <laughs> and so the doctor comes in. He does his like evaluation or whatever. I answer questions. He then goes, what school did you go to? And you and tell I him. was like, uh, I went to Los Alamitos High School and I went to FITM. And he goes, FITM? That's an amazing school. And I thought like, okay, like I'm, that wasn't the person. Because this person I went to FITM with. Okay. And... He's like, oh, that's such a great school. Um, congratulations. Actually, I think one of my nurses went to fit him. And then and it, you're like, immediately, it was her. I was like, oh my gosh. So long story short, this girl I was friends with for like one semester. Was it quarter? Quarter. quarter? quarter. So it was a 10, 10 week courses at fit him. They're for three months and then you can move on to the next one. It's very fast, hard. Very fast paced. Very, very fast. Lots of information mm-hmm. all at once. Um, so I only hung out with her like maybe twice a week for 10 weeks, mm-hmm. three months. Um, and this is very normal for the FITM lifestyle for you, for a student. It's like you hang out with these people for three months and then you don't see them or you see these people and you schedule your classes with them. Yeah. This person was not in my m- major. I was like completely, it, sh- it was mostly general ed was my first quarter and so this was the person that like i had most of my maybe two classes with so then when he said that i was like oh my gosh this girl when i would hang out with her outside of class we ended up dating guys that were friends friends. Uh, don't give too much email that's private information but no i'm just gonna say you can say what she did on the end she ran through his group of friends my guys group of friends Uh dating them Uh this is three months guys and finally at the end of our friendship it was probably month four or five i hadn't seen her because i was just like this is chaos to me i don't want to be surrounded by chaos because i know it's gonna affect me in a negative way right so 
the, I was still dating this guy and he told me and showed me a text from her saying, I don't understand why you're with Brittany. We're more alike. We should be the one dating. <laughs> and I was like, so that whole memory bundle mm-hmm. all came flashing all back. came flashing back when he said oh i think and then he said her name and i was like oh my gosh how am i gonna get out of here because i stopped being that person's friend because i'm like well this you're is mine <laughs> you're really good about um ending friendships you're when it's dead to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> like when somebody does you wrong bridges, but you're like you're dead to me like and it's not like the first time they do it. It's usually they do a few things and yeah. you're like, okay, I'm out. Yes. I'm, I yeah. have a good boundary with when to say goodbye to you someone. You don't just keep being friends with somebody after they've hurt you. Yes. So I'm good with friends. I wasn't very good with the guys that I dated doing that same thing. That's a lesson. That's but, a life lesson. But, you know, I ended yeah. up with my yeah. wonderful husband. So yeah. it all worked out in the end. But... I was like, of course this would happen to me. I would go to a new doctor in a city that I've always now, in been in. Now, in my defense, I have never seen her there, ever. And yeah, you you're were like, like you're you come here all the time. And I'm like, well, they have two offices. I go to the two offices. I see two doctors there um, for two different things. Yes. And never, ever have I run into her. No, it must. Be, she must be new. Yeah. Or she goes on a day that I don't go. Well, I'm never going on a Friday. I usually, <laughs> I usually go at like 11 o'clock during the week so yeah so i made my six month checkup with them on i think a wednesday i was like like, "Uh, we're not doing fridays anymore no (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's like on a at four o'clock and what do i always say when i i'm not gonna say she's an enemy because that's not true no but what would i always say to you when you were going to be face to face with an enemy or at an event with an enemy or at something but, but they're not enemies they're just people that have done me wrong and i just don't want to be associated with okay. them anymore there you go how how do you treat them like strangers yes and so i literally in the corner of my eye there were two girls that were like in the room to the left as you walk out and <laughs> oh gosh Brittany. i what know did you do? i I grab my purse and I walk out very confidently that you've taught me. Yes. I open the door. I hear talk, talk, talk. Silence as I'm walking by and I'm oh, like. Oh, they stopped talking. She was. Yeah, there. but sometimes they do that. I mean, she could have been talking about you, but um, sometimes. That's fine. I don't care. Sometimes they are talking about something that's not professional. I mean, I know you, I worked in a clinic before. No, um, I'm pretty sure it was about me. Okay. Because yeah. it was two blondes and I was like. Probably. That's the way I. There's not that many blondes in here. <laughs> really? Every time I go there, it's all brunettes. So it's really weird. But Oh, they said blonde? No, I in the corner of my eye, I saw blonde oh, hair. Oh, I got you. She has blonde hair now? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, on she that note. She looks completely different. And so that's why I was kind of taken off. And I had doubt of like, that's not her. Yeah. So, but yeah. And I was like, that's interesting. Fit them to nursing. So, okay. Well, she did not finish fit them. I do remember her leaving. Oh, I didn't know that. She went to UCLA. She went to UCLA mm-hmm. after FITM. That is a huge jump. I'm pretty sure it was UCLA. No, I think her I sister know. went to UCLA. Oh, okay. Maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe her sister went to UCLA. Anyway. Okay. On that note. Um, enjoy my uh, nightmare of a story. Mm-hmm. I'm just so... Okay. This is one thing that like I was like praying as I was like undressing to put the gown on. I was like, please don't be the nurse that stands in here. Oh, come. How awkward would that <laughs> I be? I know. And he's like, oh, so-and-so went to fit him. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, you I'm wouldn't have here had that conversation, in my underwear. But, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's like um, 
Mm-mm. Act like you don't know them. Yeah. I wasn't going to say if I saw her what I would react because I don't want her to know. Whatever. But Whatever. I was just so glad that I was like, okay, hopefully by October she's not here anymore. <laughs> it wasn't like it was a big relationship or a downfall No, I just anything. don't. It's like just... I said, I would rather you act like you didn't know me if we weren't friends anymore right. rather than be like, oh my gosh, how are you? Like, mm-hmm. no, we're not like that. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly, I'm like, oh, on that note, on that note, I don't know what I would do. Let honestly. us know. If you had this situation happen to you or if you were, you could see yourself in my shoes, leave a comment or a DM. Like, what should I do if I come face to face with her in October? What do I do? Because I'm over here like, you can't keep denying that you don't know. Like, I, know. I mean, at some point. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Anywho, thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope we made you laugh. And I hope I hope that, you declutter your life. Yes. With your stuff and with the people around you. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Sutherland Girls. We're also on Spotify. That's where you're listening to us. We're working on becoming an apple podcast Mm -hmm. they got a lot of regulations so we'll get through there and we'll make an announcement when it's official don't forget to follow us on spotify don't forget to hit the if you don't know where the bell button is it's right next to the follow button on spotify it actually alerts you anytime one of our new podcasts comes out like this one um so that you can listen to it the exact same day that it comes out and you don't feel like you're missing out. Thank you guys so much. We really, really do appreciate you guys. Um, We are having such a fun time podcasting. We do need a little help on topics because like this one, we were like, what are we talking about? Uh, Oh, pet peeves. Pet peeves are pretty funny. So if you have any ideas or any stories that you have with us that you just want the world to know Mm -hmm. dm us on instagram Mm -hmm. other than that you know where to find us bye so yeah oh yeah it's a 30 year old or a 83 year 38 year old woman (laughs) who dyslexia you know what i think it was metro metro (laughs) 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 oh crap headphones on first i can't hear you oh no wait our mics are down i can't hear you i can't hear anything can you hear yourself now i don't have time for this i don't have time for you Uh. i can't hear anything yeah that's a lie because i can hear you anything what are you doing i just want to go a little bit higher 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 because i don't want to hunch over because um let me just my lower back you know since we upgraded to this new equipment when i look over at you i see lauren 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 no one knows who lauren is lauren lauren bostic so um daddy and i were out picking up some stuff um anyway i don't want to say what because it'll give away what we're doing soon but (laughs) uh, we went into this one store and um, they had this high table it was like a long skinny high table yeah and i was like that would be perfect for recording especially like with other people yeah um guests and i flipped over the thing it was like 500 and something you know like like 600 (laughs) dollars. and i'm like what does that say he's like 600 dollars i'm like (laughs) okay moving on (laughs) it was so funny uh never mind like it doesn't look like it's 600 dollars yeah 
Oh my gosh. I was on Instagram and there was this reel about patio furniture Mm -hmm. and it was like this beautiful patio furniture. It's super like boho chic. It's like totally me. Mm -hmm. Um, and it pans over to the price. $25. Wait, I was like, what? Twenty five. That doesn't make sense. I thought I was gonna say two hundred and fifty dollars. It was I'm sure twenty five ninety eight or something like that. But I was that like, I like sent it to, to Woody, and I was like, I want <laughs> order this now. <laughs> Anyways, so welcome to the show. Oh, <laughs> I forgot to do that. Are we recording? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought two we minutes just... in. Okay. okay. Da- Okay. I thought you were gonna sing it. Okay, ready and begin. That was what the clap was. Ready and break. <laughs>